the imaginary armadillo. Pollen was one of the loveliest and least pushy leafcutter ants in all the rainforest, although on this particular occasion she could have used a bit more push. Her problem, you see, stemmed from the fact that she was dealing with a very polite but stubborn beetle named Little Clay. This beetle, who often went by Clay for short, didn't really want to hear what Pollen had to say. Most leafcutters have no problem bossing other insects around. If a simple command won't work, a clever ant might employ some kind of clever trick, or else try to beguile another creature into following its lead. A leafcutter might even promise you a magnificent reward beyond your wildest dreams, if only you would tag along for an adventure. Of course, more often than not, the ant in charge will fail to mention the numerous dangers you'll likely encounter along the way. But then, what's fun about knowing every tiny detail ahead of time? A lovesick bat or a deranged squirrel monkey can only take you by surprise if you don't see them coming. If your heart isn't pounding inside your chest now and again, it can't really be counted as an adventure. It would simply be a leisurely walk in the park. Little Clay knew what Pollen was up to. She was trying to convince him to do something his heart just wasn't into. At least she went about it in the most gentle of ways. He almost felt sorry for causing her so much frustration. But still, he simply wasn't up for a long climb, as he'd already told her several times. Beetles, Clay informed her are fond of the ground and damp leaves beneath our feet. We aren't really built for climbing trees. I'm only looking out for you, Pollen insisted, and acquainting you with our part of the forest. You'll never learn about ants sulking around down here, and you won't make any new friends. Just imagine all the wonderful things you can see from the top of the giant K-pop tree. You can see an awful lot of good things down here as well. Why, just the other day, I spotted a three-toed sloth drifting through the branches. Then he remembered how sluggishly the sloth had actually been moving, and how tired he had become watching it swing through the trees. It was a very large sloth, he added, to make the story sound more exciting. That doesn't interest me at all, Pollen said. Why not? Because I'm feeling a fair amount of pressure due to the time. We should leave right away. What does that feel like? Clay asked with a hint of concern. Rather uncomfortable, as a matter of fact. We're already late. The more we delay, the later we'll be, and Raindrop hates delays. Let her wait, Clay said. I'm not going. I made a promise. We're expected. And I don't want to disappoint her. You made a promise, did you? Yes, and a solemn one at that. Beetles, as luck would have it, took matters of honour very seriously. Clay suspected she was playing on his emotions some, but still, he couldn't ignore a solemn vow. If you promised, <sighs> he sighed at last, I'll go, but please remember how very much I loathe climbing trees. I will. Clay knew with some embarrassment that he was the proud owner of two perfectly functional wings. 
Tree climbing should be as easy as mud, but as he told her before, he was still a young beetle and his wings not fully formed. If he got into trouble in the upper canopy, he might not be able to fly back down. The two insects trekked through the rainforest, with pollen in the lead. Little Clay fought her dutifully, but struggled to keep up because his legs were so much shorter than hers. Raspy'll be there too, she said. Raspy? He's a small ant, stunted really, not much taller than you. If you fall behind, at least you'll have someone to talk to.